Set the settings, I guess. Yeah, I got you. Just a heads up, I'm recording already. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't record all that other stuff, but I'm I'm recording <laughs> now. I like to kind of keep it organic and stuff. Yeah. Thanks, dude. I really appreciate you being on here. This is uh, yeah. it's exciting for me because I just kind of I just kind of started this thing. Just you know the something I've been wanting to do for a while, and uh, and obviously you know I'm a I'm a fan of the music. Yeah, yeah I'm and, digging the shirt, man. Yeah, man. And oh, yeah. Uh, you're just supporting the cause and. And, uh, yeah, man, I know you got a lot going on. I'm sure you're doing a lot of writing and stuff. So, uh, I'll just kind of kick it off. Um, yeah. I'll just, uh, let everyone know, Hey, uh, this is John again from the Bumbling Yeti. I got a really special guest today. Uh, this dude can sing his face off and, uh, he's, he's going to be someone that everyone's going to hear about very, very soon. So, uh, this guy, his name's Job Fortner. He, uh, he comes from now. Look, I come from a town as well that's hard to pronounce. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to pronounce this. Yeah. Is it Dalanega? Dalanega. Dalanega. Okay. Yeah. So I come from a town. Its name is West Conshohocken. So it's like. Oh wow. Yeah, it's that's it's terrible. Just is outside it, of. Is Philly. it Indian? Is it like? Yeah, it actually oh, is. Yeah. It means um Pleasant Valley. Oh wow. That's yeah. Awesome, so pretty man. pretty interesting. But uh, Job is a, a country singer and songwriter. Um, with uh, really deep roots in music. Um, he has a self-titled yeah. debut EP that is killer, if you get it. Um, it was released in early 2018, mm -hmm. uh, and it sparked a different kind of buzz for him. Uh, he got attention from a lot of national acts and uh, led to opening gigs with uh, people like Frankie Ballard, who's a big name, obviously, uh, Riley Green, Toby Keith, which that was probably amazing, uh, yeah. Cadillac 3, Whiskey Myers, Cody Johnson, which is where I saw you play twice with yeah. them. That was in um, Philadelphia, right? Yeah, man. So yeah. the first time was actually in Wilmington, Delaware. Yep. And then the last time was at the TLA in Philly. And uh, I guess you, uh, you were also with uh, the Steel Woods. And then uh, most recently with Dwight Yoakam, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. And then uh, there's another guy that you toured with and you're pretty good friends with. His name's Luke Combs. So, yeah, um, we're, yeah it sounds we're like a pretty interesting – He's a great guy, man. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Can't, We've actually uh enough good things about him. My uh my kids are huge fans of his and uh yeah. they got like his his uh crocs and all that other kind of stuff, which is cool. That's um, awesome, man. It's crazy, it's crazy uh how it's how it's happened the way it's happened with him, you know. He's really <clears throat> gotten to do what he wanted to do. So it's just uh it's really cool to see him do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um what I like to do here, Job, is really just talk to people and, and find out more about them and the journey that took them from, I guess, you know, when you really thought that you could do this or maybe someone saw something in you. Mm -hmm. So I try to keep everything like kind of really positive and upbeat and, yeah. and just kind of let people tell their story. So uh, how'd you get involved in, in music? Um, originally, my mother got me involved in music. Uh, from a really young age, uh, she was, you know, a single mother. That was the first memories that I have of her was a, it was her, that she was a single mother and she would listen to this like Dixie Chicks and she sang gospel and so you know she sang at the church and my grandmother sang at the church and you know so many of my family members played instruments and stuff and um, 
it was just an influence of music. Like I was just around music so much. I didn't necessarily play music at a young age. Um, I didn't really get involved in play, like playing guitar until I was in high school because I was too hard-headed to like sit down and do it. Right. Um, but yeah, I was really influenced by my gospel upbringing of like my mother and my grandmother and, and them singing in church. And um, when I got into high school, uh, I, I picked up a guitar. My stepdad, um, he had been raising me since I was four. And uh, he could play some guitar, play some Led Zeppelin. And nice. I listened to tons of rock and roll with him. Like my dad and my stepdad influenced me to rock and roll. Like okay. big time. Like Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin from like very young age. Uh, Metallica, uh, Black Sabbath, you know, just great stuff, man. That, and, that's uh, awesome. That's awesome. So, and then, you know, coming up through the early 2000s, I was listening to like Fuel and Papa Roach and, all these kinds of bands. So I have that influence of like rock and roll. Okay. You know? And this new music that we're putting out is definitely going to show that. But anyways, I mean, you know, I started playing guitar in high school and, um, was that, was that like for all the chicks that wanted to see the dude <laughs> playing the guitar? Well, it was, you know, my younger brother was playing guitar and he okay. was getting really good. His name's Lance Peace. And he's okay. Still plays. So check okay. Out. Yeah. Uh, but he still plays guitar better than me. Um, and so he was playing and I was getting a little jealous and I was like, all right, fine, dad. You know, like I'll learn how to play some chords. Right. And I'll play them over and over and over again for weeks and weeks and weeks in my bedroom. Like he told me I had to. So I did that. And I, at the time, met an English teacher um, in high school that played guitar. And, uh, he was listening to like Dave Matthews and stuff like that. Very acoustic stuff. So, okay. I was like, man, he taught me crashing to me and all this kind of stuff. And, um, and so you I still keep playing, uh, you still keep in touch with that teacher at all? Yeah. Yeah. He comes yeah. out to some shows. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 It's cool. Um, but yeah, I was just learning how to play guitar through him and at home and I was just getting more and more into it. And then they, uh, Munner area had a guitar class. Um, and, uh, so I started taking guitar class and I was just guitar, 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 guitar all day. And, uh, but the whole time that I was in high school, I wanted to go to college, but I couldn't, I knew that I couldn't afford it. So I needed to get a scholarship and I wasn't like the smartest in class. So I, uh, tried to get a football scholarship and I was able to get a football scholarship and, uh, I went and played college football in Virginia um, for two years. And uh, I eventually like hurt my hamstring and just football wasn't for me. I was falling out of love with it. It wasn't the same as high school for me. Right. Yeah. And um, again, school is not something I'm really good at, you know, so. I, I feel you on that. I feel yeah. you on that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I was just, I was starting to write some songs and, I was falling out of love with football and I was thinking that, you know, since I got hurt, you know, I wasn't gonna be able to do this anymore. And, uh, so my mom was like, we should go to Nashville. I don't even think I was 21 yet. She's <laughs> like, we should go to Nashville. I was like, all right, cool. So she picked me up in Virginia. She drove from Georgia, picked me up in Virginia, drove me to Nashville and we went to bars. She got me in all the bars. I don't know how. Yeah. Yes, she like mom. Mom's have a way yeah. to do that. Yeah. 
She's like, he's in the, he's not drinking shit. Yeah, right. Shut up. Turn it up. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but so this one guy in this bar, he was like, you know, he saw that I was digging his stuff and my mom was like, <clears throat> she was like, you should get up there and sing. And I was like, I was really shy. I never played on stage or anything. And so she talked this guy and let me do it. He called me up on stage and I played like some of the first songs that I wrote. Right. And that was the first time that I got on stage really in front of like an actual crowd. And, um, it was, it was something that was special. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to give it a shot, you know, and I was like, I'm going to move back to Georgia, move back, you know, drop out of college and move back to Georgia and start playing music. And I was like, if nothing happens in six months, then I'm going to go into the military. Okay. My, my parents were always like college or military. That was kind of how it was. Right. Yeah. Um, so my parents were like, yeah, that's cool. That's good. You got a plan, you know, she's like work hard at it. And so, uh, I started looking up who was big in Georgia and Peach Entertainment was big. I don't know if you've heard of Peach Entertainment. Yeah, follow him. I follow yeah. you, 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 just you alone following you. I have like this whole slew of like, I mean, I follow people that no one has ever heard of. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I follow all that. Like I, I love And look for me, I grew up like on two live crew and NWA and like, yeah. So right outside of Philly. So it was all, you know, I was all hip hop and rap and yeah. like my first tape, my mom bought me was Bismarcky's, uh, just a friend tape. Right. Wow. So it was the old tape, but, um, yeah, man. So I, I follow a ton of people that follow you and, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy that, you know, I, I was able to, I don't know how it ended up happening. It was probably through some kind of social media, but yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan of what you do and you, all the guys like, uh, Tom O'Connor, like that guy, mm-hmm. his music Tom's is, great. yeah, his, his music sounds like it's going to be something big too. And that song deserve he did with Luke is just, you know, yep. it's a clap back at every Taylor Swift song that she's ever made. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, man. So I'm, I apologize. I, oh, I you're get, good, man. That's why I call this the bumbling yeti. I just kind of go <laughs> off on some, you know, tangents. Oh, you're good, dude. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I was like trying to figure out who was big, and Peace Entertainment was big, and they were putting all the big shows, and like John Langston and Jordan Rager and uh, guys like that were were playing in town, and they were they were selling some good tickets at the time, and. And I was really influenced by those guys to get on stage. And so um, I started going to all those shows. Any show that I could go to of Peace Entertainment, I was there. And I was shaking Bradley's hand and trying to, you know, influence him to listen to my music somehow. And uh, put me on one of these shows so I could, like, pick up some fans. That was, like, my thought, you know, if I really want to do this thing, you know, on the side of all this, I'm playing, like, three-hour shows. Right. You know? Um, I'll go play a three hour show. And then after that, I'll go to that show. You know? mm-hmm. So I was just trying to like involve myself as much as possible. And like also show him that I was working on stuff. Did, did those guys kind of take you in easily or was it like a hard, like a hard sell for you? Cause I'm sure that, you know, there's a, a, a ton of people. The out scene's there that... so flooded, man. Yeah. It's kind of hard to, to stand out. Um, you know, especially when you're trying to figure yourself out. Cause I was so young, right? I've been playing music really, and I didn't really know what I was doing. Yep. Um. Yeah, I was just trying to write songs and like figure out my sound and stuff. 
And that was around the time that I wrote Georgia. Okay. And people are like, shit, that's like, that's your sound. Yeah, it is, man. It is. And it's it, dude, just like, super, I don't, super unique. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know what it is, but like, you need to do more of that in your stuff. And so that's when I kind of started trying to open my mind up to songwriting. Right. And um, the way that I got in front of Bradley Jordan was my buddy Chase Brown that I wrote Georgia with. Um, he went with me to every one of these shows. And one night we were at a Cole Taylor show at Georgia Theater on a Wednesday night, I think. And I went up to Bradley and I'm like, dude, let me just sing for you. Like, you know, I'm running out of time. Mm. You know, I hadn't really told him I was doing the military thing, but I was running out of time. So I was like, man, let me sing for you. You know, he's like, all right, cool. Uh, come over to my house, you know, like next Wednesday, sing for me. So I was like, all right, cool. So I got my guitar, practiced Georgia and these new songs that I wrote. And I go and Chase goes with me and we go to this house and he's chilling there watching baseball. And I pull out my guitar and he's like, dude, let me hear it. And so I played Georgia and he was like, he's smoking cigarettes. And he's like, right. Yeah. 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 He's like, you know, yeah. Yeah, right. and stuff. He's like, yeah. man, I got to smoke a cigarette. He's like, well, I'm like, all right, cool. Well, this is going good. And so he's like, all right, let's go outside. He's like, he walks outside. He's like, all right, I got the show coming up. He's like, I want you to open up. I'm like, man, all right, cool. He's like, this new guy, Luke Combs, he's coming into town. He's, he's doing the show with us at, at 40 wide. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Nice. So that was my first show with Luke. And um, that was the night that, it was crazy how that night worked out. A lot of people got introduced in the same exact night. I got introduced to Luke. Cappy and Luke got introduced together. And, you know, it was just a crazy night. And uh, about two months later, Luke asked me to open at the Georgia Theater again. And so I went and did that. And he was like, you know, somebody mentioned that you should go on the road with us, but you should be in Nashville. So without thinking about it, Moved to Nashville, broke the shit, and went on the road with Luke as much as possible, which was pretty much every weekend. Right. Like Wednesday through Sunday, pretty much. Dude, that, so, that's – And that was – That's was exactly what – That's exactly why I did this because, like, dude, you're – you look so happy right now just looking back and, you know, kind of thinking about that stuff. That's – what are you drinking there? Uh, this is a rolling rock with a lime in it. Bro, let me tell you something. Yeah. I can't even – smell rolling rock that's all my dad drank when i was little <laughs> and he used to have like cases of it in the basement fridge and i go out with my buddies yeah and i just leave my sleeping bag out the basement door and i yeah. put a case of rolling rock in it i can't even with a lime in it yeah man well, that was that was one this one doesn't have one okay yeah, yeah. got my matt kenseth i see yeah yeah nice man nice yeah. yeah that green that green's hard to you know, it was either that I didn't think you would drink a Heineken. Nah, we got those sakes <laughs> in there though. Yeah. But uh, that's no, man, that's came from. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a great story, man. So, so when you finally get out and you get on stage, like, what kind of crowds were they? Like, so you went from like being, well, you know, it was, I guess, it was crazy, man. Because at the time, Luke was just getting big. Like, I think it. I think when I first started touring with him. I don't even know if Hurricane was out yet. I don't think it was. Okay. And so I think he just had a uh, – what was it? Uh, Let the Moon Shine. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, he 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 was just getting just getting big. He was big on Vine. Vine was big back then. Right. And so that's where I knew Luke before I even met him. Was I followed him on Vine? Okay. Because I like to sing and stuff. And so. So we're yeah. like the theater you were talking about. Is it is it like a big a big venue or? So uh, the Georgia Theater. So we the first night when we played forty watt, I think we sold eighty tickets. Okay. So not many people at all. Right. Georgia Theater. I, he might have sold it out that night. No, I'm sorry. It was a co-headline with uh, Frank Foster. Okay. So he was co-headline with Frank Foster, and I was opening up. And I don't even know if it sold out, but we started going on the road like all over the southeast, Louisiana to like Virginia, pretty much. So what, what's that like being out on the road? Like, cause I mean, for me, when I see you guys play, like yeah. you're, you're touring with Cody Johnson, right? But because I follow you on social media, mm-hmm. I see the trip coming up on Instagram. I see you and your band guys, Yeah, you know, and, and by the way, they're super nice guys, all yeah. of them. Like, yeah, you know, like awesome. I still, I, I was going back and forth with Mitch a little bit. I'm like, I'd like to have you on too, just to understand his journey. And, yeah. and Michael, he's got some great content on, uh, yeah. On, uh, on Instagram. Yeah, man. Mike's cool too, man. Adam Racker. Right. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Cool. But, uh, so what's it like on the road? Because I see, I see <clears throat> you guys pull up in this van Yeah. and I wanted to get merch, but your truck broke down. I think on the way the merch yeah. truck broke down. Right. So what, what's it like? Like, cause from someone like me i don't understand what it's like because i mean you guys have to grind to get there you get there you put on the show and you got to grind to leave yeah man um well you know i learned a lot of what we do today because i was in the van with luke and them every weekend and we're on the road you know wednesday through sunday or thursday through sunday and one or two of those days is just a travel day you know and I'm just learning from those guys because they're doing hotels, you know, every night. And it's just a lot of information that you wouldn't think you need to know to be on the road to just really handle yourself. Right. You know, and handle the guys that you're on the road with and handle the situation. And there's a lot that goes into it. And a lot, I got to watch Luke and Kathy and all these guys like associate, you know, everything they're going through and talk about their problems. And I was just in the back of the van by myself with an acoustic guitar at this time listening up yeah you know and they're telling me they're like hey listen up you know yeah so i mean they were really supportive in that and and today what we do is is just pretty much like those guys do it's like we try to keep a cool head all of us but sometimes we spend like months together you Mm -hmm. know and we you know have our issues but it's part of being in a band right even though it's like not necessarily like it was back in the old days we have a band name and all this kind of stuff i mean you right. still we're still a band we still spend more time with each other than any of our family members or girlfriends pretty much right. sometimes during the year um but we you know it's tough uh we're all hurting for money you know um we don't make a lot of money doing this right that's just you know how it is part of the gig right yeah and uh when nice you don't have merch or something that hurts you pretty bad yeah um you know and we just we try to do the best we can everybody's like what's the cheapest we can eat you know yeah we we all uh 
we share we, we share a hotel room together we share yeah. one room yeah again uh, I, you know anyone who's listening that. like you you go follow go follow job it's at job fortner on on instagram and and i'll get all the links and stuff in for the um on i guess on the on the video here and even when i put this out but you know i see you guys like i mean you guys it's I mean, I guess I see like the, the fun part, but like to your point, like you're driving and you could be yeah. pulling a trailer and then, you know, who knows, you get a flat or the van overheats or, you mm-hmm. know, and, and you have like tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment Yeah, that you're pulling down the road. Like the equipment's probably worth more than like double what the, the vehicle is. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I mean, we, we stress about that all the time too, you know, just, making sure we take everything in every night and stuff. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So when you go and stay in a hotel, you bring all your gear in. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I didn't, I didn't even think of that. That makes a lot of sense. So yeah, it's just, it, it's a lot being on the road, man. I mean, it's not for everybody because it's, it's really tough to be, to balance, you know, like having a good time and not overdoing it and knowing yourself and you know not letting alcohol or any anything else get in your way yeah you know i mean you got to perform right yeah you got to perform you know like we don't drink and play right usually right like if anything we might make a drink and go on stage yeah we usually are a no drink before we play yeah and we have yeah because yeah i mean it's it's your livelihood right so you you don't know who's going to be at the show you don't want to be all sloppy and out of control and um and then you know when you did your last show as a matter of fact i guess it was two days ago because my daughter was here and um it was like a year to the day when you were up here mm-hmm. in philly and, and then you went from philly to new york yeah so yeah it's been uh it's a lot man but i, yeah. I love it that's what i you know um when i was getting into music and i was watching guys um and and watching watching these artists play like John Mayer and stuff like that, seeing them tour and seeing the, that life that they were living. I was like, man, I really just want to like live on a bus. Right. You know, and have like a suitcase of clothes and that's it. And just live on a bus and play. I kind of live like that in my house. Like yeah. you know, all my <laughs> stuff fits in my, in my truck really. Yeah. But that's great, man. And yeah. so you know, when you go out on stage, right? So I think de- it definitely, I, I don't know if, I don't know what you can hear. I'm sure you have ear stuff in when you're on the, on stage, right? Uh, no, we run monitors. Oh, do so you? I can, I can hear the crowd. So I took my 14 year old Yeah. and um, I'll throw a picture up here one when I edit all down. Um, yep. She was so excited. She's like, oh, she's like, you know him? I was like, well, I was like, I follow him on social media. I said, but he's a yeah. really personable guy. And yeah. and uh, she's like, well, do you think I'll get to meet him? I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, in between, you know, when he comes off, he comes out and we'll talk to people. And and again, that that meant a lot to, that means a lot to me. Like, I'm a, I'm not like a fan, but I'm just a fan of your music and you're just yeah. a good dude. And, and Thanks, um, you know, what you bring to the table. Yeah. I think a lot of people, um, if they would sit back and think about it, like I take my oldest daughter, 16 to like hip hop shows. You can't get near anyone there. Yeah. You know? And then the other thing is I've noticed that you country guys, you go on on time. Yeah. Like you, you recognize like, Hey, these people are here to see me, you know? Yeah. It means a lot to the crew as well because they're on a tight schedule usually. Yeah. 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 But, uh, 
Yeah. So, um, you know, as we, she and I were, were there and we're, you know, watching you, she, she ends up going cause it was just general admission and, and the TLA in Philly is a really small place. Like yeah. I was actually surprised that you and Cody Johnson were there. Cause it only holds like 1200 people. Maybe. No, I mean, Cody is like, I mean, he sold it out, right? I think it was sold yeah, out. Yeah, you couldn't. Yeah. yeah, I was one of the first people. I think it sold out in like 15 minutes. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, he could have right. easily played something bigger. So she goes up to the front, and uh, I had said to you, I was like, yo, my daughter and I are coming. And you're like, yo, make sure you sing loud. Why well, did? And look, I was the only one there with a Joe Fortner shirt on. Yeah. And I was singing, and my daughter turns around and looks at me, and she's like, I was like, what? She's like, you're so loud. She's like, I can't even hear him playing. You know, I was like, oh, well, you know, look, I'm 40. I don't really That's care about a whole lot anymore, you know? Great. Yeah, man. So, uh, but yeah, so time, the first time I came to see you again was um, you were with Cody Johnson, but you were down in, uh, in Wilmington in Delaware. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, kind of close to Philly. But um, you, you actually took about 20 minutes or so and, and were talking to me about some things. And, and uh, I think that was right around uh, – wasn't I guess it wasn't long after uh when your mom passed away yeah and you were telling me about her Mm -hmm. and the one thing that resonated with me is that you said you would do anything to get in a car and put the windows down and just go for a drive and just sing and you all that other stuff so um that actually never left me and uh, I guess it was late last year so my mom's actually turning 70 this year And she talked about Graceland my entire life. Yeah. Always. She's Elvis always playing. It was either Frank Sinatra or Elvis playing in my house. Right. Yeah. Um, so I actually took her to Graceland Mm -hmm. and, um, it was because, you know, because of what you had said to me, like, you know, you you gotta, yeah, man, you gotta take, that's awesome that you did that, man. I mean, I try and like capture those moments still every day. Right. Like, I don't like the fact that I'm like 25 influence, like what I should be doing in life. Yeah. Yeah. Like some people, you know, don't take the, don't take the breath to like sit there and enjoy a moment or like really take in what's happening. Right. And and I try to do that the best I can. Yeah. And, and she and I, we actually flew into Nashville and rented a car and we went to Graceland, which is obviously you understand it's three hours away. Yeah. And then we went, we came back in the same day, Wow. stayed in Nashville. Um, then we went down, did, uh, did, uh, the main strip there uh-huh. in Nashville and, uh, actually saw, I'm Amber De La Cruz. Are you familiar with her? I've heard the name. So she was playing down at Luke's 32 bridge and my mom and I went down there. It was just after breakfast and my mom's like, you got to have a couple drinks. So we had like breakfast yeah. or something like that. And, Brunch. uh, yeah, I think it was – I had a hot chicken sandwich. I was dying for it. Yes. So uh, so we went down there. We saw her playing, and then she was playing – I forget the guy's name, but he wrote um, one of Cole Swindell's songs. I don't know what it was, but, like, you just see the community is so yeah. tight. You know what I mean? And Yeah. It's you a know, small world, man. Yeah, 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 really for is. sure. It's like high school. You've seen everybody pretty much, but you don't maybe know their name. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and again, when you you guys came out, when I saw you in Wilmington, um, I remember, and I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, there's like no one here, and you're up there just playing, like there's a like a hundred thousand people out front of you. I'm like, man, this guy really gets it. Yeah. 
And then um, then Cody Johnson came out, and the place went crazy. But then when I saw you in Philly last year, it was – I mean, that place was packed. Everyone's singing along and carrying on. And yeah, it was just cool to see, man. You know, in that, I guess, in that year. The crowds are different. It's weird. Like, we try our best every night to please the crowd and to also, like, please our satisfaction of playing music because that's what it's about. We want to play good music for people, you know, the best music that we got and the best show that we can put on every single night. And guys like Whiskey Myers and Luke Combs and Cody Johnson influence us to do that because they do the same. Like they play every show like it's their last because that's the way to do it because why not? And like, that's what life's about, you know? And man, we just, we we don't even play the same set every night. We we change it up. We try and, and sometimes we miss it, you know? And sometimes, you know, we think a crowd's going to dig some, a certain set that we've made up and we're like all pumped about it, you know? And they're like, ah, (laughs) <laughs> it's just the way it goes man. You know? yeah. it's all learning we got to be on the road you know we got we've, we've been a band now for like two years we've been okay. touring for two years pretty much and you know there's guys out there that have been touring together for like 10 15 years 20 right years. So, yeah you know it just takes time and uh that's that's the type of music we play it's you know it's a show we only tracks for two guitars bass and drums you know very straightforward Pretty much, you know, Southern Rock is 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 I am, you know. Yeah, well, you know, the one thing I can say for anyone, and and I'll tell you this from uh, you know, someone who comes and watches you every opportunity I get, you you sound, you and your band sound exactly the same live as you do on your on the EP. Like it's legit the same. I mean, you. I mean, you might variate, I guess, do throw a couple of variations in here and there, yeah. but dude, I mean, that's we one thing that I like. Yeah. One thing that I like, because if I go and I hear someone like doing something completely different, I'm like, I don't, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? So it's, it's interesting how, again, going, cause your show was the first show I went to in a small theater and I never really went to concerts growing up. I'm like, when I don't really like when people are like touching me and stuff like that, I'm just weird. Yeah. But it was, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. And actually I've seen, I've seen a lot of like younger kids at your shows too. And they, you know, yeah. you, you guys, the country, the country artists that I've seen have always been so accommodating to the fans and the people that come out and support them, mm-hmm. you know, which is completely yeah. different again than, anything that you know that 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 i've seen when i take you know my daughter to other concerts and stuff so um, yeah you guys definitely do it right i think we're about to do something pretty cool too man we're gonna we're gonna uh gonna bring southern rock back so yeah and you know uh, this new music that we're recording right now man i mean so i just recorded uh five new songs with gary stanton okay and ryan uh, yeah it's uh his buddy ryan and uh we all co-produced the thing and it's gonna be so when's all that supposed to be coming out well i know everything's it's, probably it's pushed pretty back. much it's pretty much done um we're still working on some things but uh it's pretty close and you know right now there's no guarantee for when we're gonna play shows again right and i would like to put it out where people are in their cars driving around having a good time doing right. things you know when the world gets back moving hopefully sometime soon, you know, 
I hope that, you know, we can play some shows following the, you know, putting the music out. So right. I think I'm going to wait and see what happens, you know, in okay. the following months. But uh, well, we're definitely working on it. And it sounds, sounds, it's, it's the, I've never been happier with anything I've ever recorded. So, so is, it, is some of that the music that you've put out on your YouTube channel, like the church sessions and stuff like that? Yep. 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 Uh, I haven't released the names of the five songs yet. Okay. All right. Yeah, but uh, there are definitely some songs on there that I've written in the last couple of years. So okay. It's just, it's, I wanted something that was um, where I am right now. Okay. Know? And songs like That's My Men, yeah. that's on there. Oh, yeah. That song, that yeah. song's amazing, man. That's where I'm at in life. That's, that's what I think. That's what I feel. Everything that's going to be on this EP is exactly how I feel. Okay. You know? And where I'm at in life. And I can't wait. It is it's such a good representation of what's going on live you know on the record we didn't use anything more than two guitars bass and drums Same okay thing we do live so nice it's it's gonna sound very live so you guys can play in a parking lot or you can play in a big stadium <clears throat> hopefully yeah man yeah <laughs> yeah i'll play anywhere yeah right i got it i got it but, yeah hey, trust yeah. me they trust me they will be if whoever hasn't come one we'll be there yeah yeah well look i'll be there you come up to this area it'll be me and my kids you know we'll at the very least but um so as far as that goes i don't is there like a major undertaking a major process that you have to take in order to get like airplay because your your music in my opinion is ready for ready for airplay but i don't know I understand a little bit. I have a, a really good friend of mine um, that I grew up with. He's a, he's a music producer. He's, he's done a lot of hip hop stuff, but mm -hmm. there's music out there that people have no ideas out there. That's ready for airplay that will just blow people's minds. Yeah. I think, I think a big part of it that everyone knows is having a record deal. Right. It definitely helps you. And that's something yeah. I don't have. Um, it's not necessarily something that I'm like, striving for but you know i'm looking around okay and I'm, it's something that i don't know a lot about and i'm trying to figure out okay about, you know? so you you're so, trying so to go right, like the you're trying to go like the master p way and just sell it out of the trunk of your car yep <laughs> hey it worked for him man yeah, he's man. rich too like i'm just trying to record what i want to record tour the way that i want to tour work with the people that i want to work with and chase the dream that i want to chase and and it can be tough sometimes in nashville you know there are people that believe that there's a formula and i've been so much around the formula you know a lot and i've also experienced bands that are not following the formula right and i've also experienced a lot of things in life that changed me as a person and that made me a better person in my eyes i think right and you know, the way that I am now is I want to record the music that I love, you know, and I just want to put it out for people. Yeah. You know, I don't care if it's considered country or Southern rock or rock and roll or yeah, it's just good music, man. Or, it doesn't you know, have to be classified. It, yeah. And it's, it, you know, I've, I don't know a lot about radio, but I know that there's a lot of politics involved. Yeah. And uh, not to say that radio's for me one day, but I don't 
I don't think we'll have anything on the radio anytime soon, but if it did happen, it would be the greatest thing. You yeah. Know? I just want it to be natural. I want it to, I want it to be on the radio because there are people that want it to be on the radio. Yeah. Whether that's like industry people or, you know, I want it to be real. Right. Everybody that I work with, that's what I tell them. You know, I want to be and, real. Well, yeah. I, you can't keep it any more real than that. Right. So yeah. I, that's amazing, man. I, I'm so excited for you guys. Like I'm, I'm excited to hear the new music and uh, it's funny because like all day today, I'm like, I, I wanted to post something like, dude, I got this big, like, I'm just, I'm oh, yeah. again, I just, I, I really appreciate, appreciate music and you know, I never, I didn't listen to country dude until probably like Zach Brown was like the first country. If you even want to call that country. Right. So, yeah, but that was like the first concert I ever went to. And then I went to Luke Bryan and I went to, you know, like coming to see you and like Cody Johnson blew my mind. Those guys like shoot themselves out of a cannon when they come on oh, stage. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, he's seeing him and he's the talent on, on that crew is right. Yeah. And um, you know, he was, he was what he was a, uh, he was a bull rider, right? Um, he was I like a rodeo he, guy. I bet he's rode a couple bulls. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know exactly what he's done, but he's he's wears some nice belt buckles. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he seems like a real humble guy. He was, you know, he's yeah. real appreciative and and um yeah, I think that kind of fits um right in with what people are looking for, right? So and the fact that you're out there with like Dwight Yoakum's like a huge name, right? Yeah. So you're out there doing, Man, you know, yeah, pretty, pretty significant crowds pretty and yeah. and uh we have a great time with the White Yoakum shows. It took us a long time to figure out the White Yoakum crowds because they're all seated. Right. And that's such a huge challenge for us because our we're like we were on the road with like Whiskey Myers and stuff. And that was like when we first started like really trying to focus on the show and like what we were doing and what the music was about. And we were like rocking, 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 like, you know, just and we're just sitting there looking up at yeah, you. Yeah, and it's like, and, and we, it wasn't a lot of talking and stuff because that was just like what we were influenced by at the time. And, you know, you got to eventually learn to do you and do the show that is you. Um, and when we were doing Dwight Yoakam shows, I learned that I needed to talk more and like explain more. And yeah. people wanted to hear that. And that was a show that I've never really done before. And it took, took us, a, you know, a couple of months to get that. But we started really having a blast on the, on the road. And like really being able to connect with different types of fans because you have different types of fans at Cody Johnson shows and at right. our shows and at the White Yoakum shows, you know. And when you're playing festivals in front of like Kane Brown and and guys like this, you know, you have different crowds. You have to learn, you know, how to uh, get your message across to people. So, so speaking of festivals, I've I've seen some of the, I guess some of the social media posts and whatnot, like. What is it like for you when you look out in the crowd and see these people just like singing right back to you with the, the lyrics that you wrote and you're singing and like, for me, like if I could do anything, I would be a hip hop guy that would like get like, like house of pain kind of, you know, get people jumping and then like, you know, like yep. Drake, you know, like I would love to be able to sing a song um or or put a message out where people like would sing like kenny chesney's real big yep. with that right so what's it like for you when you look out in the crowd and you see people just like singing your lyrics 
it's like the craziest thing ever. Like when we go home and play in like forty watt in Athens stuff. Oh man, it's it's breathtaking for me. And and at some of my lowest points, like the night my mom passed away, we played a show at four, at at forty watt that night. I didn't cancel it, and I mean, you know, I broke down that night. And there's just been times where, you know. I've been to shows where there's an energy in the room shows like Chris Stapleton shows and, and uh, kind of like three shows where it's like an energy that no one's talking maybe, or someone is talking and it's just, it moves you. Right. Like, you know, you're just like totally invested in whatever's in that room. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so like that was, I always wanted to have that atmosphere on stage and I, and I feel that with people like, especially when I'm singing some nights, you know, there's, 10 people singing some nights there's four people singing some nights we don't think there's anyone that gave a total crap about what we played right, yeah and we think they hated the whole show and we're all bummed out about it and then we go out in the crowd and there's like 80 people that like are like man that is the greatest thing i've seen you know and like yeah. it makes it all worth it man like right even to hear one story of one person that drove out to see us makes yeah. everything worth it well I so the shows I've been at, you know, I'll, I come out and hang out and, you know, I like to talk to, I'm just, I'm super interested in what other people are doing. Right. I'm just, yeah. you know, really interested. So how many drinks, like I was standing there talking to you and is this at least seven people are like, yo, let me get you a drink. Like, I'm, I don't know who you are. I just, your music's killer. You know, I'm a fan now. What can I get you to drink? And you're just like, yeah, this, this. And then like, next thing you know, there's like, you know, 15 people trying to, to buy you drinks. And, and the other thing is that I want to explain is that once you guys are done, you yeah. go out and stand there and watch, like in the instances what I saw you with Cody Johnson, you guys were fanning out and having a good time with Cody Johnson, right? So you're out there singing the lyrics, you guys are carrying yeah. on. I mean, that's really what it should be all about, right? So music yeah. is bringing people together and it, you know, you, you're looking at him the same way that, you know, someone else is going to look at you guys. Yeah. I mean, like, man, it's so cool to be involved with an artist like Cody Johnson who really thinks about all the aspects of being just a good person. Like he, he acknowledges us there, mm -hmm. you know, he acknowledges that people have a hard time doing some things, he, you know, and it's not like we need, we need Cody Johnson to be like, Oh man, I know you guys are going through a hard time, but it's, it's, it's cool when, it, when you, when you see the, you know, you get to hang out with the headline and act and he's like, Hey man, how was y'all's drive today? You know, or, right. or whatever. And then when he comes out and watches our set, you know, that's crazy to me. Like, you know, to have, have uh, somebody, he doesn't have to do that. Right. You know? He, he's got a lot of other things that he's got going on, you know, but he takes time out of what he's got going on. He's left meet and greets. Right. And watch our show. Yeah. And that means the world to me and the guys in the band, you know. And you know, we're like when I first started with Cody Johnson, I don't know I didn't know hardly anything about Texas country and wasn't really familiar with Cody, even up to the point that we played our first show with him. We were just listening to his music for the first time and probably the same for him as well. And we just both became fans of each other and then we became friends and that's you know, great you know i mean i consider him a good friend so 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 how does that all work to get on to get on a tour like this does like 
I don't know. Say I'm like, say I'm friends with like a, a Cody Johnson. I'm like, yo, man, I was like, I saw this dude, Joe Fortney. You got to get him. You know, is like, is that how it works? Is it like word of mouth or is it all like that politic behind the wall or I guess behind the door kind of stuff? You know, that's a mixture of uh, having good relationships and, and obviously playing you know, good like music. I, yeah. I, I build a, I build a relationship with, you know, my booking agent, uh, Justin Cahill at CA. And Justin's helped me so much you know, to get to know some of these guys and to help me get on these shows. And, you know, once we play a show, it's like, we don't, they don't have to invite us back after, mm. you know, and it doesn't always happen where we click with a band that we open up for. Right. You know, and sometimes we get to hang out and, and everybody clicks and, and that's just, you know, how it continues in my, in my mind is that you have a good relationship with these guys. Right. You know, I hope, you know, I hope that politics doesn't get in the way. I hope that people continue to be good. And, and you know, if we have good relationships, we can continue to tour together. And yeah, it I mean, makes it, sense, you know, and business-wise, I mean, there are a lot of things that make sense business-wise too. So, you know, right. I'm not, I, I don't expect to get every Cody Johnson show and every Whiskermeyer show and, and all this stuff. I don't expect anything. So I just want to do. Yeah. But you guys are willing to put the work in, which yeah, I guess that, yeah. that we're willing to drive all the way across country for nothing, man. Right. Play some shows. So you yeah. you were talking also about like the festivals and stuff, right? So what's like what's the biggest crowd you've played to? And when you walked out, like what was what was going through your mind? Because I've been to some shows and you see them walk out and I don't I don't believe that they're putting on because I turn around and look and I'm like, Jesus, like there are a lot of people there. Yeah. Dude, Rome River Jam, that with Luke last year. Oh, man. I got to play, to play Rome River Jam three times. I don't know if anyone's been able to play Rome River Jam three times, but uh, I got I got some big supporters in Georgia that believe in me, and yeah. they put me on that festival three times in a row. Right. And the third time, I, I worked my way up every year. I was like fourth, third. And then I was second right before the headliner. Like, wow. I went right before Luke, man. And it was like the biggest opportunity. I'm like, this will be a show that I'll never forget. This is the biggest opportunity in my life, you know, at the, up to this point. And it was 15,000 people, I think. When wow. We went on stage. And the most people I've ever seen. Right. And on stage. And, man, it was my, my, my vibe going on stage. A lot of times it's like anger. I don't know why, but it's my football side of me. Okay, I get it. It's like it's like it's like punch somebody in the mouth anger. Yeah, I, I get it. I feel like I got a message and a and a point to prove. Yeah. Every time that I walk. Yeah, you got that chip on your shoulder. You got to have something, right? Something has so, to drive you. Yeah, and when I walk out there, it's like I don't know. It's it's the craziest feeling ever, man. It's my space. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. So That's... it's the biggest euphoric feeling ever for me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So as you, I guess, as you continue to move forward with, with the band and, you know, the new music and all that stuff, and, and I guess as your, your set list starts to grow, are, are you guys looking – I get right now it's it's probably really hard to answer net right now right cuz the whole entire world shut down and it's starting to come out now whatever yeah. um you know from I guess from your perspective what 
what path are you you think you guys will start taking now? Are, are you trying to network up and just continue to network up to like? I guess what would be a show if you could do a show right now? Who would you open for? I just want to continue to tour with like guys that I like to tour with, and that's Cody Johnson and Whiskey Myers. Okay, I would love to tour with those guys. Uh, I've had the best times with their crowds. I've connected with them. If I can continue those relationships and those guys can get on the road again and, and I'm able to go on the road with them, that would be a big dream of mine and my team. And but right now we're, you know, um, I'm, I, I left a management company that I was with and I'm seeking new management now. Okay. And I'm working with uh, my publishing team and stuff like that. And, we're really just working on getting this music together and, and also finding management that uh, fits me and like what I'm trying to do. Okay. Cool. And just really working behind the scenes that when everything comes out, we're ready to go. Nice. Yeah. And it's hard to tell. Yeah. 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 So that's what what we're trying to prepare for is just really everything that we can control. Yeah. Right. So, so I guess right now, are you guys? And it sound it kind of seems like most people are just trying to write as much as they can to, to take advantage yeah. of not being out on the road and all that. So is that kind of where your head's at now too? Uh, you seem writing. like you're just you're just itching to get out, man. Like I mean, I everyone writing, is. But... I haven't been writing a ton, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I've been really because I'm on this new music right now, and I'm hearing. I'm I'm really trying to focus in on these mixes and like really pinpointing the sound that I want and what we're trying to go for. So I'm not trying to write a ton and have all these new things going on in my head because I feel like, you know, being in the studio and, and this music that we're putting out is very important to me. So I right. want to make sure that that's right. So I write, but you know, it's, you know, once or twice a week, Okay. you know, Nice. And uh, I'm really just filling up my idea book the best I can, you know. All right. And a lot of people that are writing right now are doing these Zoom writes. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And uh, that's that's. I like to be in person. I think. Yeah, I know. Song, you know, I think it, it, to be creative and like to be in person, it's, it it says a lot more than just a Zoom write. You know? Right. Not that, not that I can't do it or you know, that I don't do it. It's just, well, you're not picking up I on no one's wait. vibe. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Look, I go through that with work every day. Like you yeah. get on a zoom call and you can tell you see people, they don't realize they're on there and just kind of like you're looking around. You're like, are you even listening? Like, what are we, yeah. what are we trying to do here? So, and a big thing at a right is you play together or that yeah. you sing together and you yeah. can't do that really at the same time. Too. Right. That's kind of thing for me. It's yeah. Weird. Cool, man. But, uh, yeah. I'm just trying to get, get ready for, what's coming out i mean you know we have some really big ideas and a lot of things to get done with this new music so we're talking about music videos and nice like that so awesome awesome yeah well look man i don't i don't want to take up too much more of your time but i i really appreciate it when you get this new stuff coming out we'll have to get you back on here and yeah and uh you know maybe when all this stuff breaks loose we'll uh you know if you're when you come back up this way, maybe we'll just do a, a one-on-one kind of live thing and uh, do it that way. But Job, I really appreciate your time, man. I, Thanks, I think man. your music's amazing. I think you, you and your band are great. Um, obviously other people seeing you, 
um, what your fan base sees in you and, 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 you know, these bigger acts like Cody Johnson, you know, and, and the, uh, these guys like to bring you on, uh, on tour with them. And I think that's amazing. Uh, you're, you're living the dream. You're exactly the kind of person I like to talk to. Uh, I'm big on trying to figure out how people, you know, their journey and where it took today. And again, you know, from my perspective, I wanted to thank you for, for sharing that story about you and, uh, you and your mom, uh, cause it actually, it made me take some action and, and take my mom on a trip. And, and oddly enough, my mom, she threw a quarter into the, you've been to Graceland. Yep. Okay. So up at the pool, first of all, she, I told her I was going to dive in the pool and she told me I wasn't allowed to, <laughs> but she threw a coin into the water fountain yeah. and she looked at me and she said, this is the best day of my life. And that's all it, that's all it took. And of course wow. I, I texted my sister and told her, I was like, dude, you can't ever one up me on this. Yeah. That's but uh, incredible. that's what it's all about. Like, that's what I hope that I can help people do. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. Your music tells stories and they, the, uh, your latest one that, uh, was it uh, dub, uh, double wide, double uh, wide dues, double wide dues? Yeah, I, I listened to that. I actually read the story, and I can't talk about it too much now because you know my eyes start to sweat on shit like yeah. that, like for real. But um, yeah, again, dude, your story is amazing. I think uh, I think your music's great. Uh, you know, when I I go out and I listen to it, I throw it on in the boat when I'm out in it, and and uh, I actually listened to it today. I got it on, you know all my playlists and stuff and and uh just know you got some supporters up here in the in the philly area and uh you know when you get back up here you know maybe uh when you're when you have a little bit of time i'll uh i'll take you get some food or you know yeah. never know man we'll we'll and get that worked out i can say about philly and the jersey area lbi area i've eaten some of the best sandwiches and pizza right in my entire life like white house right crap, yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, well so so your your buddy rob snyder right Rob snyder yeah man he's, so he's, i i shared that on on uh i think on my facebook because like it, it just resonates with everyone here like driving getting stuck in traffic yeah and uh his cousin is married to one of my friends my best friends growing up okay. so he's like oh he said that's my wife's cousin which you know you <laughs> never realize but you know yeah. again just the the people that are putting out good music, I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of you guys out there, but you don't really get to hear. Um, Cause it's not what a lot of people call mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. Man, there's so much stuff coming up, but like, honestly, you know, I think there's a, a big uh, change coming, you know, I, I don't necessarily know what it is. No one does, but I, I feel it. There are a lot of people that are coming up, you know, when those guys like Luke and Riley and, muscadine and all these guys are mains on the radio that's gonna that's gonna be a big thing one day yeah I, for sure know, i see that i believe in that so yeah yeah you know, great. good deal man yeah, yeah. well again i, I don't want to take up too much of your time and i really appreciate it and again i'll i'll i'd love to have you back on here and yeah. and, and maybe even in person would be pretty cool but yeah, uh man. you know if you have anyone else you think that you know might be interested in sharing their story you know just absolutely let me know and, and and i'd love to have them on and uh yeah, man. again man stay well stay well stay healthy and um you know again i appreciate your time yeah man appreciate you and uh hey everyone this is yeah man this is john at the bumbling yeti this is uh joe fortner i'm actually wearing his merch yeah i'll get all of his information out uh all his uh social media uh it's all at joe fortner 
Yep. Right. And at then at, at Joe Fortner music, right? Joe com. Okay. Yeah. Go on there. You can listen to all his music. You can see his videos and uh, you see his church sessions are amazing. They just sound so good. Thanks, um, but uh, yeah, man, again, I appreciate it. And uh, the best of uh, best of luck to you. Stay healthy. And uh, yeah, you know, you when this well, thing, man. when this thing breaks loose, I can't wait to see you uh, performing live yeah. again. Hey man, I can't wait to get back out and meet you guys. All right, buddy. So, we'll see you, man. All right, dude. Take it easy. Thank you. All right, bud. All right, see. You. <laughs>